Chapter One. Tuesday, thirtieth of November, nine p.m. However cold it was outside, it was hot and noisy inside. He had to shout to be heard over the throbbing music. Come outside, she squinted at him against the strobe lights. He was in silhouette, slim with craggy, angular features, a hooked nose. I thought you'd gone off. He patted the silver skirt. Yeah, he leered. I did for a bit, but I always come back, don't I? She shrugged. So are you coming outside for a smoke or not? The trick was to act nonchalant. She shrugged again. Don't mind if I do. They wandered away from the noise, past the bouncer who was standing like a sumo wrestler at the door. He walked ahead of her. She caught up with him, wobbling on her skyscraper heels. Got any smokes? He held out a pack. Take a couple, love. She laughed. Trying to buy me with a couple of fags? He laughed too. Not likely, love. I don't put your price that high. She bunched her fists, ready to fight, and he laughed again. Only joking, darling. Yeah, right. His eyes scanned the car park. Let's go somewhere a bit more private. Yeah, and he looked closely at her. How old are you? Old enough. Old enough for what? Anything. Yeah, like or not old enough for anything. He was mocking her. Come on, love. He seized her. Who are you kidding? You ain't even old enough to smoke tobacco. His face seemed to tighten up. Stop playing around with me, or I might get upset. His fingers were hurting her. She couldn't say exactly when she became aware of feeling like she was standing in a freezing river, icy water rushing past her. At first, her body warmth, her bravado, the alcohol, and her surroundings cocooned her, kept her from realizing. She was having a good time, wasn't she? Wednesday, the first of December, seven thirty a.m. She was still angry with him, slamming the car door behind her and grumbling all the way as she drove gingerly along the icy road. You should have got a taxi in. This is right out of my way. I'll be late for work. A gritter trundled past them, orange light flashing. It spattered gravel across the windscreen. So she had something else to grumble about, apart from the fact that her screen wash was frozen solid. Bloody gritter, she said. Damn thing! I'll scratch my paintwork flinging stones out like that. She peered through the windscreen, then shot him another venomous glance. And all for a night out with the lads, eh, Steve? He sat silently, nursing a sore head and exploring the fur and roughness inside his mouth. Hating the smell of his alcohol-laden breath, hangovers. He thought, putting his hand in front of his mouth, they were horrible. But hell, behind the hand, Steve Shan grinned to himself. He didn't want Claire to see. It had been a hello of a good night. The totty had been there in full force, ready and willing. The very best, all lined up for the taking. He recalled one tiny skirt shimmering in front of him. The girls had been so friendly, 
so available, so drunk. He grimaced and recalled shimmying down on the dance floor alongside that very same skirt, hands everywhere they shouldn't have been, and almost groaned. Nights out with the boys. He wouldn't give them up for all the Claires in the world. Drop me off here, he said. She responded sourly. Oh, the unpaid chauffeur. Certainly, my lord. Don't be silly, he said, impatient with her. Leave it, Claire. But she couldn't. Forced on by jealousy and anger, she pursued him into a corner. And who were you dancing with last night? His answer was a deep, regretful sigh, so she supplied the answer herself. Some cheap little tart? He looked across at her, really looked at her, and could see that in a few years she would look just like her mother. Her mouth was thin.